The Silver Screen Scream Show is brought to you by the Slash and Cast Podcast Network. With that being said, enjoy the show. Welcome to my Welcome back to another episode of the Silver Screen Scream Show. My name is Kirby. My name is Jesse. And how you doing, you sexy little bitch? I am doing a fab. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. I am doing, uh, well, I just told you before this, I'm in a pretty pissed off mood because my neighbors won't stop smoking weed and it keeps coming through my walls. And I have a nine month old that gets to breathe it in all day because they're dumb asses and I hope they're listening because they're fucking dumb. All right, I'm done. Anyways, <laughs> other than that, I'm doing pretty good. Nice. <laughs> You're just like, how do I call No, that? I thought I heard a noise and I, I paused for a moment. <laughs> oh, it could be, uh, no, it was, know, it was one outside. Of the it was like somebody's, yeah, actually that's probably what it is. <laughs> You're like, I will probably die tonight. Literally. I, I mean, I expect me that too, because my neighbors, if one of them's there, probably listening, they're like, "Okay, let's just kill this motherfucker." I'm tired of him. Exactly. Sorry, I keep hearing it. <laughs> I'm like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> You're like, "I'm getting a little bit paranoid." <laughs> exactly. So, anyways, well, uh, what have you been up to? Um, I not too much. Um, I recently uh have what well, I've I, I have been watching some scary movies. I watched one at least. <laughs> Since last week. Hell yeah. Um, But I have been watching. I watched uh, Rob Zombie. Rob Zombie. Okay. First of all, Rob Zombie. I love him. I love any kind of movie he makes. It's even if it is trash. But um, I'm a very big fan of the. um, Is it called the Firefly Collection? Uh, mm. shit. I, I think I, that's what I it's don't called. Remember, <laughs> but anyway, so like, uh, House of Thousand Corpses is number one, then Devil's Rejects is number two, and then he recently yeah. released one Three last year hell. called Three from Hell. I got to watch it, I watched it last week. It was so good, was uh, it? Yes, yes, I'm gonna have to watch it. Yes. I haven't seen, I watch House of a Thousand Corpses, I've watched it. Every year, uh, I haven't seen the Devil's Rejects in a few years, so um, I'm gonna have to watch that in Three from House Hell. House of Thousand Corpses, I have not seen. That's what's so funny. I have not seen. I haven't seen that since I was what? little. Well, I haven't seen it since I was little, so I can't remember it. Um, Devil's Rejects is one of my favorites. It's exactly what you'd expect, and then this one um, is a very good ending to it, like the series. I mean, yeah. I guess there could be more if you wanted to. Um, but I thought it was a pretty good uh, movie. It was very, very, very good. And it was fucked up. Exactly. It's exactly like what you'd expect. Oh, yeah. Rob Zombie films are always fucked up. Yeah. And we love it. And we do. We we definitely do. So, Well, that's good. Uh, let's see. Me and China have been catching up on Ash versus Evil Dead. We're just prepping ourselves up to for Illinois to watch those movies. Um, let's see. Been playing The Last of Us 2. Oh my god. What? It is so fucking good. And people are shitting on it for some fucking reason. But it is so fucking good. And it's very emotional. I'm only three, maybe four hours in right now. Because I've been so fucking busy with work. Mm-hmm. But it is so good. My heart hurts every time I'm playing Can it. You hear like me It's okay? just... Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, okay, well. I was just making sure. I like had a moment where I thought I was muted. <laughs> Not to like ruin your moment. You're like, I know oh. your mom. Your mom is like super excited to be able to watch your baby. Oh yeah, so no. don't fuck it up for. God, did you hear me talk about The Last of Us? Um, do what? Did you not hear me talking about that? I was playing The Last of Us too. No. <laughs> what the fuck? Yes, yes, that- I did. Yes, I did. But I don't think I was listening. <laughs> oh, you were probably thinking you were muted and you weren't even paying attention. Oh, yeah. You okay, jackass. sorry. So repeat okay. that one more time for me. I'm ready. Okay. Well, I've been playing The Last of Us 2. This game I've been hyping for for maybe six years now. Yeah. 
and it is beautiful, but a lot of people are shitting on it. Uh, mainly, I've read a lot of comments saying that uh, this is what I read one comment say, and they're so fucking ignorant and it pisses me off, but they're basically saying this the person that wrote the script for this game was probably a 19 year old, never written a script a day in their life. And they wanted to just uh, relate how uh, gay, something gay, because the main character Ellie is gay and she is in a relationship with uh, someone named Dina in the game. Uh, And a lot of the game is them interacting and just living the world. And I love that it's character development. You get to, it's like you're in their shoes listening to them. Like it's not supposed to be like a movie. It's supposed to be like you're living their life. So they're going to have little conversations. And someone had the nerve to just say that they hired a 19 year old to just write about gay, uh, this super gay story uh, and rely heavily on just the gay moments and not make an actual video. And I'm just like, okay, you need to shut the fuck up for one that is so fucking stupid and ignorant of you to even say like it pisses me off. And for one, they were like, it's weird how they just randomly throw, uh, throw this gay storyline in there. Ellie was gay in the first game, but he probably didn't buy the DLC to even experience that. Uh, so he can shut the fuck up. I mean, it that seems really to me like me whoever off. wrote that really doesn't really know what they're talking about. No, they didn't know shit. So I was reading that like this person uh, probably buys Call of Duty every year. No offense. I do like the latest Call of Duty, but those are his normal games. He'll buy his Call of Duty every year and just play that and has no idea what good storytelling is. That's what this guy was. And it pissed me off. So I just had to talk a little bit of shit about that. Man, (laughs) I'm in a fucking salty mood. You are. You're like on a bro today. You're like, oh shit. Don't mess with Kirby. He is a salty bitch. He, you, yes. (laughs) And, you know, that's correct. (laughs) You're like, "Mm, but it is. uh, It's been a good game. Uh, We've been watching Ash versus Evil Dead. Um... We're going to watch Nightmare on Elm Street Part 3 this weekend. Um, So that'll be fun. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Sounds good. So it's been been pretty good. I'm not doing too bad. Uh, Work has been kicking my ass. But other than that, I've been doing great. (laughs) Well, Well, Jesse, I guess, uh, you know, I guess we can just swing on to to the the news. news. I met him. All right, Jesse, we are at the news where we talk about the news. Uh, I, we do that. I have been doing that every episode because I just, I love saying that it sounds stupid, but I just, it, I have joy in saying it. Don't judge me, listeners. God damn it. Anyways, oh my God. Uh, we have some good news. I've found some really good news this okay, week. Okay, I'm ready. I have none right. this week, so... You have none? Um, well, do I have any? <laughs> Hold on. Let me think. Um, I'm skimming. Mm, I do have news, but it's not... like I, There's news, but it's not important news so just when you're finished i'll tell <laughs> you're you like it's not it really important it has nothing but... to do with what we're like it's not in the entertainment world it, 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 uh, just tell me what your news is <laughs> okay <laughs> all right stressed out. topic number one universal pictures is developing a new take on twister i just which... watched that movie <laughs> just Did you two, really? <laughs> like literally two nights ago because I because that's one of my favorite movies and I was like JR Twister is on Netflix set down and he was like what's this he had yeah, seen it but I he had seen it since it. he was little yeah so yeah, we I watched, watched it. it in a few years I uh, I was talking to Riley about it on Make Every Death Count when mm-hmm. we were talking about Scream and uh, he was watching it that night and I was like damn we were talking about the universal ride of Twister uh that's right. a fun ride so uh but yeah Twister's a good film and it's a little bit makes me a little bit nervous cuz I'm afraid you know a lot of remakes are bad but that you is know true. it could 
it could be good, you know? I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I'm kind of, I'm with you on this, but at the same time, I'm kind of like nervous because I, mm-hmm. I like the original. Like it was nominated oh, yeah. for an Oscar for the animation of everything. So, which is kind of the purpose, you know what I mean? Yeah, really. So, I mean, what really, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I guess if what they want to make it modern. What can you do to improve on it, you know? <laughs> I mean, they can't bring back really it's the original perfection. characters because, I mean, um, uh, the lead male character, he passed away like four years ago. So, yeah. And then Was Helen Hunt, I mean, she's kind of like, her doing her own thing at the moment. She's like an Academy Award winner now, so she probably I don't see her doing it. I don't know why. Yeah. Uh Bill Paxton is a he's a great actor, you know, and it mm-hmm. bless his heart, rest in peace. But uh hold on, what else was he in? Because every time I see his um, face, I think of one particular movie. Well, I uh, normally I know always he was think in of Aliens. I always think of uh um Twister like that's the one movie I genuinely like loved him in he was in Twister he was in Titanic aliens weird science the The Terminator yeah he was uh but wait he played uh John Connor's father in the Terminator uh he was in the movie Tombstone and the movie that I'm talking about for some reason when you think of Bill Paxton, you think of those movies, but I think of him in Mighty Joe Young. <laughs> I literally f- forgot about that. I forgot that he was even in that movie. I love Mighty Joe Young, man. It's good. Yeah, I I could see you like. I cry. That. I cry every time. Chris, you're such a puss. Don't judge me. The next topic, though, uh, Paramount is working with the Ready or Not team on developing Scream 5. Paramount Pictures will be working on that, which yes, is I pretty cool. That. I've yeah. seen that. Uh, so that's awesome. an exciting. That is the first, uh, this will be the first Scream film that is not by Dimension. That is that, is that is what they're called? I Dimension? Think, yeah, Dimen- yeah, Dimension films, yeah. So that'll be... It'll be different, but I, I have hopes for it. I know David Arquette is in it, and fingers crossed, the rest of the holy trinity of characters will be in it. I don't see how they could not be. Like, I just, yeah. it, it just doesn't work without them in it, so. Like, if David Arquette's in it, it would, you know, that's cool, but if the others aren't in it, I could, I would only be okay with it if he was as a cameo, and that's it. Like, I do not want... A full scream film with Dewey in it. Don't get me wrong. I love Dewey, but it's like, where the fuck is Gail and where is Sydney? No, that doesn't make I'm sense. I'm more thinking he needs to die. Like, they all need to die in this movie. Oh, that breaks my heart, but Not my I heart. definitely see, uh, I definitely see at least one of the three dying in this next film. I hope more than one. I mean, we've gone, this is number five. Like, shit. Let people have a good, happy ending, Jesse. What's up with you and death? I mean, I don't You're know. You're like, that's not true. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> You're like, that's not true to the world. All I know is, well, I mean, after five films, I mean, come on. Somebody's yeah. got to go. Like, somebody has got, more than one person has got to go. I'm sorry. They just do. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. They're, uh, David Arquette, Dewey's going to die. And then you're going to, they're going to be like, oh, there's a, <laughs> there's an end credit scene. And then at the very end, you see Dewey's hand crawl out from the grave. <laughs> yeah, I he's, know. He's yeah. just like still alive. Yeah, he's and like, he's still alive. That, yeah, you're right. That'll, that's probably <laughs> what will happen. And he'll have his limp again somehow. And it'll just, be <laughs> it'll be fucking awesome. <laughs> oh my God, Chris. You're like, okay, I'm done with you. Yeah, uh, the next I mean, piece of news. Uh, they changed the Evil Dead name. Uh, it was called Evil Dead Now and is now changed to Evil Dead Rise, which is a lot better. I like that a hell of a lot better than Evil Dead Now. So, um, I really am not a big Evil Dead person, so I wouldn't know. 
once again. Shame on you. I'm very sorry. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I'll, we'll forgive you. Uh, I know I have another piece of news here. Okay. Uh, one that is pretty, pretty sad. Um, oh God. Who died? Yeah, someone did pass away. Oh. Uh, let me see here. Mm. Oh, the director of The Lost Boys, Joel oh, yes. Shoemaker, yes. Uh, he passed away. Yeah. yeah, I did see that. Uh, that is, it is very unfortunate. Uh, I don't know what he passed away from. Let me see here. He died at the age of 80. Uh, he died of cancer. Aww. He had a year-long battle with cancer, so it must have been pretty... Uh, it must have been a pretty high stage for it to affect him in just a year. Uh, so that is very unfortunate. Uh, the Lost Boys is a fantastic movie. I love that movie. And, you know, that inspired Dead in Santa Carla podcast. And without that movie, I wouldn't really know uh, the guys over at Dead in Santa Carla. Uh, yeah. And uh, Andy and Brian is their name. Just to clarify for you listeners, they're good guys. Uh, but yeah, it is a it's a very good film, uh, very good vampire film. Uh, I feel like a lot of vampire films have been pooped on over the past twenty years. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully this can inspire someone to bring vampires back into horror. You know. I mean, but, I'm all about it. Yeah, really. But uh, rest in peace, and you will be missed, Joel Shoemaker. Yes. And that is, that's all the news, Jesse. Okay. That's all I have. So this is what I needed to tell you. Okay. So my pa- mom and Brian ended up watching, are you ready? Yep. The Hunt. Did they hate it? They hated it. <laughs> they absolutely loathe that movie and i was so upset that they did because i mean i loved it obviously you know i loved it we rated it and i gave it like a what a non i think yeah i mean so i obviously like really really liked the movie oh yeah they fucking hated it <laughs> well that's coming from the people that went up to me and was like it chapter two sucks and i'm like why it it just doesn't make sense, and it's too long. And I'm just like, okay, for one, you all have never read the book, I so mean, you don't understand anything like that's Chris, going on. That movie is fucking long. Jesse, you've never seen it. Like, it's literally five million hours long. <laughs> well, <laughs> it chapter two honestly probably could have improved if they made it split that into two parts because there's so much plot shoved in that movie. So it's, you know, it is all over the place. I will admit that, but Mm -hmm. it's still a good film. So I just ignored what they were saying. I was like, you folks need to calm down. (laughs) You're like, everyone needs to just chill out. Take a break. I'm like, everyone stay calm. Oh my God. And I just shout at everyone. Like that freaking scene off of, uh, the office. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) They're like, it chapter two sucks. And I'm just like, no, God, no, please. No, no. Yeah, that was me. But uh, Jesse. (laughs) Yes, it was. You're like, actually, it was. It really was. It breaks my heart every time I hear someone say that. Oh, my God. Well, Chris, I'm I'm sorry that people feel that way. It's okay, I guess. <laughs> well, Jesse, we have a fun topic for this week's episode. Um, we're going to be talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Yeah. Hell yes. This movie is a sexy masterpiece. I can't believe it's taken me this long to see this movie because I've known about the Rocky Horror Picture Show for quite a long time and I've just never seen it. And legendary Tim Curry is fucking in it. Susan Sarandon is fucking in it. Mm-hmm. And I mean that in itself should be you know a reason to watch it. Uh, you said this was Susan's one of Susan's <laughs> I fucking love that song. That's probably my favorite song on that movie. Right. Uh, especially like as soon as he pops, we'll talk about it here in a minute. <laughs> yeah. But uh, was this Susan Sarandon's first movie? This was Tim Curry's, uh, and I believe her both of their. It's both of their first featured debut. No fucking way. Yes. 
Hell yeah, man. <laughs> well, Jesse, uh, since we went ahead and spilt the bag and said we were talking about the Rocky Horror Picture Show, just like all of these films that have been out over the years, we have a certain way we talk about these films. And we're going to start off by talking about some facts and history of this movie. That's and a... I heard you had that. Who? You. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did you want to know? <laughs> some history and facts. Oh, okay. Sorry, I heard you say some something, and I was like, "What?" Uh, like, so, some me? history on the movie. Okay, here we go. AKA trivia. Um, here we go. According to an interview, Patricia Quinn. If you don't know who Quinn is, she played the role of um, of. Uh, Help. Magenta. Magenta. Thank you so much. I literally had to go is back. That her, is that how you say her name? Or I'm assuming it's Magenta. Anyways. So, well, yeah, that's it. So, <laughs> she loved the opening song, Science Fiction, double feature. She was upset when she didn't get to sing the song in this movie, but agreed to lip sync the words as the pair of red lips in the beginning. Hot damn. Did you know that? No, I no. didn't. So, that was her. That was her that done that. Yes. Interesting. Um, in an interview with Terry Gross on her radio show, Fresh Air, Tim Curry said that he got to meet Princess Tr- Prince Charles and Princess Diana because she loved Curry in this movie so much. Uh, filming took place in this movie from October through December in England. Um, right here it says Dr. Everett V. Scott crashes through the wall for his entrance because the set builders forgot to put an extra door in the lab set. That's hilarious. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. The creators asked Susan oh, Sarandon to appear nude during the touch a touch a touch me, but she refused. Oh, my God. There's so much. I'm just going to pick wow. out what um, <laughs> Tim Curry, Richard O'Brien, and Patricia Gwynn and Nell Campbell replies the same rose here that they played in the original stage production. So they actually had done this on Broadway prior to the movie. Really? That's imp- that's awesome. I yeah. didn't know that. Uh, the set had no heat and no bathrooms. When Susan Sarandon told the studio heads that they, they, had, they told her she was complaining too much, she caught pneumonia after filming the pool scene. <laughs> she was shaking with fever oh, wow. and she should have been under medical su- supervision but refused to stop working. Um, <laughs> let's see. Brr, Mick Jagger wanted to play Frankenfurter in this movie. Oh, wow. Uh, Tim Curry was reluctant, very reluctant to talk about this movie for years due to some bad memories about overzealous fans. He told VH1 that he grew chubby and plain to try escaping the role of Frank. These days, he's more open to talking about this movie and even sees it as a rite of passage for teenagers. Wow. And Meatloaf played... um, the hunk. What's his name? Meatloaf didn't play the hunk. Yep. He played Eddie, didn't that's he? That's what I meant. Sorry. I meant that's who I was talking about. <laughs> My bad. Wait. The hunk is Rocky Horror, I thought. I no, no, I no. Okay, we're getting confused. I was talking about the hunk on the motorcycle. Oh uh, you're thinking oh. of the creature. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Rocky. I was about to say, is hunk an attractive word to oh say? God. Like, is in the attractive one on the motorcycle? Cannot deal with this tonight, Chris. Um, oh, my God. <laughs> here we go. Susan Sarandon sometimes dislikes talking about this movie because she hates the fact that none of the cast members got royalties from this movie. Ooh, ouch. Uh, a stump double was used in the motorcycle scene sequence. And let's see if I can find one more. According to Meatloaf, Elvis Presley was the first was the studio's first choice to play Eddie. Apparently, Elvis actually expressed some interest in this role. Hmm. Now that would have been interesting. That would have been interesting. Susan Serrated and Barry Bostwick were the only Americans in lead this in lead roles in this movie. And on hindsight, some extra trivia for you. Uh, Patricia Quinn actually just recently made headlines due to a controversy that happened on RuPaul's Drag Race. Happy Pride Month. Um, Yes. And uh, uh, because one of the drag queens portrayed her in Snatch Game, which is kind of like a celebrity dress-up game that they play, and did such a horrible job that she literally was offended. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Yeah. So... Any old way. Also, this movie has been remade, of course. If anybody has seen, some people I'm sure have seen the updated version with Laverne Cox in it, um, who's amazing, by the way. Um, they did an ABC remake of this, and it just came out like, really? like two I, years ago. I didn't know that, and 
Uh, is it any good? Um, from what I heard, it's it's really good. Um, Laverne Cox is transgendered, so I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've heard it was Jr. said it was really good, but then Jr. is also the bit like Laverne Cox is biggest fan, so. I mean, you know. So anyways, there's some trivia and facts for you. You're like, JR would literally be on his hands and knees with a leash on him just to be with her. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Anyways, Hmm. those are some interesting facts, Jesse. I actually learned quite a bit on that. So thank you for that. You're welcome. Let's go ahead and uh, go over the the basic uh, summary of this movie. Uh, before I go ahead and do that, I'm just going to go ahead and say I love this movie, but it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever. <laughs> this movie is just batshit crazy. I told you that. I knew you would say and, that. Well, it's like I'm sitting there thinking I'm going to go into a, a movie that actually has like a some sort of plot. Right, right. And in a way... It does, but it's so loose. It's just like, okay, they throw in themes of fucking Frankenstein in there, and I'm just like, okay, I'm getting the theme of this. And then at the very end, you find out fucking riffraff, and they're like fucking aliens or something? Yeah. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? (laughs) You just see him with this weird fucking trident laser gun. And I'm just like, oh, so they're from Transylvania. That is funny. That's from another planet? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, basically. And I'm just like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I mean, there's but, really uh, um, not much I can say about that because, yeah, that's you're basically right. <laughs> yeah. So instead of me basically trying to explain what it means, I'm just going to Google uh, what it means because I have no fucking clue. So here we go. Picture show synopsis. All right, here we go. In this cult classic, sweethearts Brad and Janet stuck with a flat tire during a storm discover the eerie mansion of Dr. Frankenfurter, a transvestite scientist. As their innocence is lost, Brad and Janet meet a house full of wild characters, including a rocking biker, Meatloaf, a creepy butler, Richard O'Brien, through elaborate dances and rock songs. Frankenfurter unveils his latest creation, a muscular man named Rocky. <laughs> and uh, that's the that's the basis of this movie. Uh it is fucking awesome. And I mean, there's not much I can say other than uh, I wanted to talk about this for a long time. But then since it is Pride Month, I was like, why not talk about this during Pride Month? But then I Googled it and there were some people saying this was homophobic. And since you uh, since you are gay, would you consider this movie homophobic? I mean, no. I don't, I didn't really see, I mean, I felt like the film was very inclusive. I mean, the main character is a trans, I mean, considers himself as a transvestite. So, um, I mean, I guess I can understand like their point of view. If you look at like Susan Sarandon and Brad's character, is it Janet? Yeah. Janet and Brad. Yeah. Um, cause they're not, you know, that's something they've never really encountered in the film so and they're obviously you can tell they're freaked out but at some point they're not freaked out which you already know why um, <laughs> yeah. yeah that that scene was I fucking love that scene yeah it that was an interesting one too <laughs> um, but I mean no I don't I, I don't I, I don't really know any other gay person that I personally know that dislikes this movie this is one of JR's favorite movies he's the one that introduced it to me so okay good because yeah. i didn't i want i d- i was scared to do it on this particular episode for this month because i saw that article and i was like i don't see other than the term transvestite that's the only thing i would consider homophobic in a way right but, right i mean he's not like Tim Curry Frankenfurter is singing that about himself in the most proudest, sexy way imaginable. So I wouldn't consider it homophobic. I mean, Frankenfurter is the sexiest, 
creature alive because he's not even human. I don't know what the fuck he is. He's from another planet. He's an alien. He's the sexiest thing I've ever seen. Exactly. exactly. Sorry, China. It's true. I can't help it. Oh my gosh. China was pumped about this movie. She was like, you've never seen this? And I was like, no. And she was like, Tim Curry from It is in it. And I'm like, I know this. Damn it, Janet. That's what I said to her. <laughs> no. But uh, yeah, it's a it's a good movie. What what are you before we go over our final and talk about the characters and everything? Just give me your basic basic thoughts on the movie. Um, my basic thoughts on this movie is it's a classic. I don't think that you should become an adult without watching this. I think everyone should at least watch this movie once, <laughs> um, and then watch it again and sing along. Um, I love everything about it. There's nothing really, I, I love it's weird. It's quirky. It's exactly what you expect for the time that it was released. I mean, I think it was very, very, very out there for something that was theatrically released like it was. And especially since it interpreted a transvestite, um, and gay character and then, uh, bisexuality and, um, characters, same sex characters that were messing around with one another. Um, but, you know, so yeah, I think it was way ahead of its time. I think it was Trailblazer for um, other movies that came out later. I definitely so, yeah. agree because it came out in 1975. So, you know, and we were going to do a double feature talking about Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2. Yeah. Uh, and then the guys at Dead in Santa Carla did their episode on it. So I was like, eh, fuck it. They already talked about it. So, uh, but they were talking, like, if you watch the documentary about, um, Fuck, I just forgot his name. Uh, I would know it any other time. Um, shit, hold on. Uh, Mark Patton, uh, he talks about the troubles of doing that film. And during and that came out in 1984 or 1985. Uh, so the gay, being gay and openly throwing that out there wasn't really a thing, you know. And the fact that Rocky Horror Picture Show uh, put that in their movie in such a positive way uh, is really remarkable. And the fact that I don't know if it did it have any outlash when it first came out or anything. Um, I don't necessarily. I don't. I don't. Because I've it, heard nothing but positive things. Yeah, so I, have I don't no necessarily idea. think that it did. I mean, I think that. I have no idea, Chris. I don't know if it did or yeah. not. I don't think so. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. I guess that's something we'll have to look up because when Nightmare 2 came out, uh, Mark Patton was saying during that time, you know, he would get called uh, very hateful words and everything. <laughs> and uh, they basically, like, even the writer uh, was basically pinning it on him that the fact the movie was gay uh, instead of having the gay undertones in that movie. Mm -hmm. He was basically like, it wasn't because I put that in there. It was because Mark Patton's acting is the reason why it was so gay. And I'm just like, if I didn't see those undertones, Mark Patton, I wouldn't even have noticed that he was gay. Yeah, I mean, you would have never even known that he was gay. I think his acting was phenomenal. I don't, I mean... Other than the screams, which no one told him that his screams were feminine, uh, (laughs) there was nothing. I mean, he was a fucking dude. That's all. I mean, he seemed like a straight guy. I don't think there was anything. Like I said, I don't think there was literally anything that, I mean, I I just don't think that there was anything that was... uh, um, how can I explain this? I don't think there was anything like I didn't even catch on to the undertones until I was told about it. Like exactly. later. So that's what a lot of, <laughs> I mean, I probably should have considering, you know, you see the gay bar and then you see, you know, the shower the scene and <laughs> you know, him waking up in sweats and you know, yeah, maybe I should have, but I didn't. Well, it's, it's funny. Cause, uh, Andy and Brian were talking about how the director and all the the crew, they were like, 
we had no idea. <laughs> they were just basically saying, they're like, how do you not see that coming? <clears throat> Even watching it now, like you can clearly see it night and day. Yeah. But like when I first watched it, I didn't fucking pay attention to it. You know? Exactly. Probably because it didn't even matter, you know? Yeah. So I totally agree with that. But off on that tangent, we'll go ahead and talk about the Rocky Horror Picture Show again. Uh, We'll go ahead and talk about some characters on our favorite characters and whatnot. And I'm pretty sure all of our favorite characters is the same one. Um, But you have Tim Curry as Frankenfurter, the sexiest thing in the world. Uh, Richard O'Brien, Riff Raff, that's his handyman. Uh, Susan Sarandon is Janet and Meatloaf is Eddie, Patricia Quinn as Magenta, Peter Henwood as Rocky Horror. Uh, then you have the doctor played by Jonathan Adams, Barry Bostwick as Brad Majors, and you, you have a list of other people, but I mean, those are basically the main characters I would think. Do you agree? Yes. Okay. Yeah, because we both can agree that our favorites are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Totally agree. But um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. Frankenfurter is obviously my favorite character. I think his acting, his facial expressions, especially in that opening song, uh, that you see him in when he's singing sweet transvestite mm-hmm. uh, was so good. Like he, he was rocking it. Like no joke. I fucking loved every second he was on screen mm-hmm. and I loved Susan Sarandon cause she was just this innocent girl that like Brad was just like, what the hell's going on? And Susan's just like, Oh yes. <laughs> like I'm in fucking heaven. Like she was mm-hmm. having a good time. Um, but yeah, who's your favorite? My well, obviously my favorite. I love uh, Magenta. I think she's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, obviously, I mean Rocky's really great to look at. Um, I love Susan Sarandon, so I love her character in this film. Um, yeah, of course, Rock. I uh, know Rocky. Um, Frank Inverter is my favorite by far because, hello, that music sequence. Exactly. Like, oh my god. Like it's just. Fabulous. I mean, that, and I, I don't yeah. know if this is true. I was told that he did that in one take. So, oh my God. But I don't, I don't, don't quote, I just heard that. That's just hearsay. Yeah. But, anyways, I could see it though. I mean, he's just like so good. That's, he's just such a good character actor, you know? Mm-hmm. So, he definitely is. Uh, and he's already a inspiration to me, just especially because he was Pennywise and it. So, I, we grew up with Tim Curry as this legendary human being anyways. Cause me and you, when we watched the 1990s miniseries of it, that was scary as hell. And, uh, I mean, he played in that he did like when he was in home alone too, I thought he was great in that too. (laughs) Yeah. He was really good in home alone too. He's been, I mean, he's been in a lot of good movies and, uh, he, this, (laughs) It's sad to say, but I might like him in this movie more than I like him in it. Uh, Granted, I like the 2017 adaptation of it better than the 90s one. But, I mean, he was still awesome in it. And, uh, oh, God, just him as Frankenfurter is... I might go as Frankenfurter for Halloween. I won't look as good. Uh, I'm about 40 pounds heavier than Tim Curry, I think. Yeah. But I will fucking, I swear to God, this Halloween, I might be Frankenfurter. I would love for you to do that. Like, that would be fantastic. I will do it if you be (laughs) Rocky Horror. (laughs) Oh, God. You be Rocky and I'll be Dr. Frankenfurter. Okay, that's fine. But you gotta make, you know what, a China should go as Magenta. And <laughs> you should make Miles. Oh my gosh, Miles should go as um, Riff Raff. Riff Raff. Yes. <laughs> and we'll make uh, we'll make Sean Meatloaf. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. We should like we'll that's what Sean we should. Everyone meatloaf. should. Everyone should just go as a like a, a character yes. from the Rocky Horror Picture Show. That would be so fucking hilarious. That would be amazing. I'm going to remember that. That way we can do it. Yes. And at least if we do it for one night, like if we go to the club or something, we have to at least do it. I will do it. I promise. 
That would be perfect. Don't forget that. I won't. (laughs) But uh, so what was your favorite song on the movie? I wanted to add this since this is a musical. What was your favorite song in the whole sequence? Um, I have two. My favorite is Sweet Transvestite, which obviously you should Mm have already knew that. Um, But my second favorite is Let's Do the Time Warp. Yeah, that's a good one, too. Let's do the time warp again. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see here. Mine is definitely sweet transvestite, but I I really like over at Frankenstein Place too. And then I stepped to the right. Sorry, I'm sorry, <laughs> I had to. All right, all right. I'm over back. at Frankenstein Place is a good one too, and mm-hmm. I remember I don't know where I heard it, but I heard "Damn It, Janet" in another movie or something. Glee. Was it in Glee? It was probably yeah. They you did. probably showed because I didn't. Well, I never they really did a watched whole Glee, Rocky but horror episode. So yeah. Because I remember, I remember there for a while. I kept going, "Damn it, Janet!" And I was just like, "Where did I hear? Where is that from?" And now that I know, it's from this. Um, but yeah, uh, let's go ahead and talk about the sweet transvestite song. Okay, that scene is my favorite scene in the whole movie. It's, and it's iconic. Probably, I think anybody it really is anybody that's listening should look up on YouTube just the sweet transvestite scene from Rocky Horror Picture Show and just watch that. It's fantastic. Don't it's watch the one with Laverne Cox. Watch the one with Tim Curry. Yeah. Because um, it's just, it's fantastic. That is, it's just, that is rock and roll right there. Like, especially like when he's rocking and you hear that guitar, I'm just like, I never knew a musical existed like this. Mm-hmm. I never seen musicals with rock music in it really. Uh so if anyone knows any good musicals with rock music, uh tell me about it because I need to know. But yeah, seeing him strut and as soon as he takes off that uh that cape, I'm just sitting there like, "Oh my god, this movie is balls to the wall crazy." Like I love it. It's fabulous. Well, uh, let's go ahead and uh, before we do a final thoughts and give it a rating, um, there was something I wanted to see here because this movie plot wise is so all over the place. Uh, The main theme I saw of this movie was Frankenstein uh, because, I mean, he created, you know, he's Dr. Frankenstein. He created his monster, uh, Rocky. And uh, it's just basically the sexy version of Frankenstein. But you know why he wanted to create him, though, right? To have Uh (laughs) sex with all the time? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, I could tell by the way he was feeling his arms all the time. Mm -hmm. It was funny because was it Magenta that was talking about uh, Meatloaf on the bike being handsome and everything? Mm -hmm. And <laughs> Frankenfurter's just like, what? And he's like, I need a man with muscle and sweat. And I'm just sitting there <laughs> dying laughing. I was like, Amen. Brother. I know. I love uh, that uh, the act scene. That was yeah. that was really good. I like that. that Other than that scene, I think my favorite scene is the fact that uh, it shows uh, the first scene was Janet laying in bed, and <laughs> you see Brad walking in. Like they're about to have sex and all of a sudden it's Frankenfurter. Yeah. And he's like, you know, you want to. And she's like, don't tell anyone. He's like, oh, I would never. And then they have sex. And then, and then he like you go to Brad's room and you see fucking Janet walking in. And all of a sudden it's Frankenfurter in a wig and they do the same thing. And he's like, what the heck are you doing? And he's like, oh, I know you want to. And he's like, he's just like. Oh, don't tell anyone. They end up having sex too. And I'm just like, shit, Frankenfurter is the horniest man I've ever met in my mm-hmm. life. <laughs> He's just fucking up everyone. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. It's great. But, uh, okay, after me freaking out about that awesome scene, let's go ahead and do our final thoughts. Uh, what are your final thoughts about the movie? Um, Do you want me to do my final thoughts and then do the review, like the rating? Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, final thoughts. Uh, if you have not seen this movie, do yourself. Uh, it's You're doing a very disservice to yourself, so please watch this film. Uh, this film is a classic. Um, 
I don't think it, it could be remade a million times. There's nothing that's going to ever top the original. Like no. I said, trailblazing for its time. Um, very, um, it kind of put the word transvestite into mainstream, or, well, I'm sorry, we don't say that anymore, transgender, into um, the uh, mainstream media. Um, mm-hmm. In the entertainment aspect of it, that's not what, that's not the type of person that is, obviously. That's just one part of the entertainment industry. But yeah, I think that, um, yeah, like I said, the film's just a classic. I don't really have nothing. I mean, that's really it, though. Um, if I was going to rate this on a scale of z- uh, 0 to 10, obviously, it's probably going to get an 8 for me. 8 out of 10. You'd give it an 8? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a that's a very fair review. Um, like you were saying, uh, you were doing a disservice to uh, your whole life and existence. If you haven't seen this, which I did for 24 years of my life, I haven't seen this and I recommend anyone at around, I would say, honestly, I would go lower than age 15, but age 15, I would recommend watching this. It's not like, you're not basically, I mean, (laughs) It it's was a made, classic. It, yeah, you just it you need yeah, even though it is raunchy, I mean it's hilariously funny. It is. It is the funniest damn thing I've ever seen. Uh I laughed the whole way through and the fact that it's considered horror uh is beautiful. I think the Frankenstein aspect to it uh is really what puts it in that horror genre. Yeah. Uh but it was a beautiful film. Um like I said, the the story line is straight to the point but also all over the place uh i finished that and just looked at china and was like what the hell just happened and why am i so okay with it i don't know it's like they put me under a spell Mm -hmm. (laughs) and uh just it was great honestly i would give this a nine out of ten and the only reason i wouldn't give this a ten is just the fact that it was all over the place and and it might have been done that way on purpose. I don't know exactly. Uh, you know, I wasn't around at the time, but me watching it today, uh, nine out of 10 would be my honest review. Uh, everyone else, I mean, it's still uh, highly reviewed uh, 79% on Rotten Tomatoes, 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb, 58% on Metacritic, and 87% like the movie on Google users. Uh, I'm just going to throw that out there. But uh, 9 out of 10 for me, I think it's a fantastic film. I think, you know, don't be like me and wait 24 plus years to watch this. Uh, anyone who wants to watch a good classic film uh, from a long time ago, this is the one. This is definitely the one. You want to watch a fun musical this is definitely the one. Musical aspect, 10 out of 10. Horror movie aspect, 9 out of 10. And that's how I'll rate it. For real. And we keep it real on here, Jesse, we don't do. we? We do. We do. I mean, 100 fucking percent real. Yes. And I'm tired of people saying we don't. Actually, no one says no that. No one literally says that. <laughs> Actually, all oh. I hear is praise from us they're like you all are the coolest and i'm like basically i can't help it like it's in my jeans what do you want me to do they're like where do you get those jeans and i'm like no goofy nut jeans i'm just kidding (laughs) yeah i'm stupid anyone listening i am really stupid (laughs) anyways uh jesse let's go ahead and talk to people and tell them where they can reach us if they'd like to give us a little chat absolutely well, if you'd like to reach us, you can reach us on Facebook at our Facebook page, The Silver Screen Scream Show, where we post daily gifts and funny shit. Well, really, it's more like, yeah, it is daily, I guess, for you. I try to get involved. Yeah. It's so hard. <laughs> Jesse, all you need to do is just find a fucking goofy ass gift that somewhat knew. remotely... I know. I do at least, I try to do one a day, but sometimes it's a little difficult. Well, regardless, it's funny shit. You need to check it out if you haven't already. Also, we have merch. You can find that on our Facebook page. Yes. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. Thank you. There's a link, literally Mm -hmm. big blue button that says Mm -hmm. shop now. Click it and it'll show you. uh, We only have one design right now, but I do have other designs. I've just been so busy. I haven't been able to make it yet. Hello. But I do plan on it. Yeah. Uh, Um, I have some ideas. I would love to hear them. 
Well, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> um, also you can reach us uh, if you'd like at our email, which is the Silver Screen Scream Show at gmail.com. And our Twitter at Scream Show Pod. <laughs> Remember, you can listen to our podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Way you said that just now was so funny. <laughs> Anywhere Sorry. you get your podcast, it's free. Damn it. Listen to it. Damn it, Janet. Listen to our pod. Cast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn it, Jesse. Oh gosh. Anything else, Chris? Uh, let's see here. Uh, if you can be a dude and a girl and a, a sexy Frankenfurter. Go on Apple Podcasts, list, leave us a five-star rating, uh, leave us a cool review, say we're a bunch of losers, but you love us anyways, do that. Uh, anywhere else you can leave us a rating. Or that we're just do. a bunch of losers, either is fine. Just say, just literally rate us five stars and be like, you all suck, fuck you. And we'll be like, <laughs> we'll be happy it, about Janet. it. Okay, yeah. We'll be like, high five. <laughs> but uh, yeah, do that. Be a pal. Be our friends. Help us out. Help us grow. Uh, everyone that's been liking our page and uh, talking to us, do that. Also, uh, I forgot to do this before this, but we are part of the Slash and Cast Podcast Network, uh, where you can listen to awesome show, uh, awesome shows such as our show. From one, uh, make it. Every, why can't I talk? I swear I can't. Make every death count. Yes, sir. That is it. And we came from beneath the sea, dead in Santa Carla, and a little mad podcast where we recently did a Friday the 13th sequel. Uh, so Friday the 13th remake part two. Uh, it was an unproduced script. It was so much fucking fun. Uh, a few of us had a little bit of drinks and <laughs> like I think maybe 45 minutes in, maybe to an hour. We just kept laughing at the stupidity of this fucking script. It was so good. Uh, so please check out those shows as well. Uh, they're great guys. And uh, I think that's that's about it, Jesse. Is there anything you'd like to say before we leave? Remember. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Okay, let's try this again. Remember, listeners, <laughs> to lock your doors. <laughs> Turn down your blondes. Oh God! Stay sexy. Uh, no, is that okay. it? Just oh. joking. <laughs> Anyways, remember, stay scary. Stay scary, motherfuckers. <laughs>